0: Can you talk to me about your development as a leader?
1: Well, yeah, you know, and there's there's a difference, um, there could be a major difference between being a boss yeah, when you're in control of people and being a real leader. A hundred percent. You know, for me, a leader is not a leader unless people willingly want to follow that person. Mm-hmm. And you have to develop the traits and skills that make people want to believe in you, mm-hmm. follow you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the old military thing. You want to follow a leader that you know is in the trenches with you and that you trust. Yeah, and so uh, you know, you have to be strong and determined, not arrogant but confident. Mm-hmm. There's a real difference between confidence and arrogance. Mm-hmm. I don't like arrogance, mm-hmm. and um, you have to be humble. But being humble doesn't mean that you're weak. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's there's a fine line. Uh, mm-hmm. But humility, I think, is one of the strongest uh, character traits in somebody. That's a leader. Mm -hmm. I really believe that, and uh, you know, I've been able to, you know, look. I always say this too: you're only as good as the people around you. Mm -hmm. You know, people Brian had said, you know, Michael, you're a brilliant businessman because I made a lot of money on the street. You know, I developed some things that we hadn't done before in that life, and went on to make a very significant amount of money. And people said, Michael, you're a brilliant businessman, and I said, well, you know, I'm really not. Mm -hmm. I said my talent was that I've been able to identify a good. A business prospect, you know, mm-hmm. I can identify it, and then my talent was in getting the right people to do the job, and motivate them, mm-hmm. you know, so they want to work for me. So, yeah, um, and that's leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the skill that you acquire because you can't do everything. You can't micromanage. You no. can't be good at it. There's things that I I'm not good at because I don't like doing them. Mm-hmm. But I know how to hire the right person and have that person do the utmost uh, that they're capable of. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are important qualities in leadership and, uh, you mm. know, and, and, never to be a bully not yeah. to be a bully. Yeah. Uh, so it's worked for me. Mm-hmm. And again, in Mob Ties, you know, we have this platform, uh, and for those that might be interested, it's mobtiesvip.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these unwritten rules that many of them I acquired on the street and mm-hmm. been able to transform them into the real world, the legitimate world. Mm-hmm and uh the things you don't again you don't find in a boardroom and uh, a lot of people have really taken to that they say, mm-hmm. Michael, these are these are really specific and they're really helpful hints and clues you know mm-hmm. uh, to make myself successful so can you share some of them um i'd rather not oh, okay <laughs> yeah. if you go i don't advertise this yeah you yeah. know i don't put it all over but if you go to mob dot com you'll get a copy of the written rules. Oh, okay. Unwritten rules. And Got I think uh, I think you'll enjoy them and you'll see they make a lot of sense. Got it.
0: Yeah. So for me as a leader, um, at first I didn't even realize I was a leader. Mm-hmm. We just had a business and I'm like, oh, like I help run the business. Like that's, that's what I am. And then I realized like sometimes I would say something to someone and then, you know, maybe it, someone else said, "Hey, like you kind of like hurt their feelings the way you said that." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, why?" Like or or people would say like, "Oh, like Brian, they're they're like, you know, this person and that person are like scared to talk to you." And I'm like, "Why? I don't get it." Like, I'm just like trying to get stuff done. Right. Um so what I had to do was first like have empathy for other people, like really take that into account before I start telling them what I need them to do. Very important. Yeah. And then also, well, a couple of things. Secondly, understand where I'm at emotionally and physically when I'm about to go into a meeting with someone. Mm-hmm. If I'm anxious or upset, dude, I, I can't go into that meeting. I have mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know what, Michael, let's talk a little bit later. Or can you talk to Steve about it? You know, have them speak to someone else if I'm just not ready at that time because I don't want to like you know hurt someone's feelings or you know be be too direct because i'm like hyped Mm -hmm. up um and then understanding for me personally that when i'm upset it usually means that i'm anxious Mm -hmm. so i'm anxious and i'm reacting with you know uh that type of energy to try to force people to do what i want them to do yeah i get it yeah so I guess, could could you share some of your strengths and challenges as a leader?
1: Well, you know, something you described, whenever you go into a meeting or a negotiation, I would yeah. call it, negotiating is one of the, the greatest skills that you can master. Because mm-hmm. people think that you only negotiate when you go into a business meeting and you're trying to accomplish something. But really, you're negotiating all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I negotiate with my wife, with my kids, with my neighbor, you know, people in a grocery store. So if you, can, um, if you can master that skill, mm-hmm. and let me tell you something, Brian, on the street, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to negotiate and mm-hmm. master the skill of negotiation, mm-hmm. uh, the consequences could be very severe. You don't accomplish much in that life yeah. if you don't know how to talk. I mean, I had to sit down and negotiate with the likes of John Gotti, uh-huh. uh, the federal government when I negotiated my plea. Uh, and you know, some of the guys that are very, very bright, you uh-huh. know, they may look like thugs there, but they're bright guys. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, so you have to master that skill. And I never went into a, a room without being prepared. Mm-hmm. Never. And you know, again, your emotion has to be level. Mm-hmm. You can't go in there hyped up. You can't mm-hmm. go in there scared or nervous. Got to mm-hmm. go in prepared. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. So I like the fact that if you weren't feeling right, you, yeah. you put it off. That's, yes. That's a good idea that's a good way to deal with it. But, um, you know, look, uh, one thing I learned too, about about negotiation, you have to learn, you have to understand what you're going to accept if you can't go all the way with it. Mm. Like you always have a fallback, Yeah, you know? And you also have to know when to get up and walk away. Mm -hmm. It's not working. I'm out, finished and -hmm. come back another day or or just try another method. So, Mm -hmm. um, listen, again, Part of the unwritten rules—it's in there. Okay, you know, how to master these skills that uh, that'll really work for you. Got it. Did you have any challenges as a leader that you had to work through? Oh, always. Yeah, always. Uh, you know, everything comes with a challenge. Uh huh. You know, and uh, again, you just—you have to be—you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared. Mm. And that's the—that's the key, you know, trait that I would say you need to have. Mm-hmm. You have to always prepare yourself. Never lose control.
0: Mm -hmm. So let's transition to, I guess, work-life balance. So, you know, you're a big businessman. How did you, you know, make sure that you were taking care of business
1: and taking care of your wife and kids? Well, the mistakes I made during my time in that life is that I was very aggressive and I was, uh, You know, I wanted to accumulate money, I wanted to accumulate wealth, and as a result, I worked, you know, six, seven days a week, and I was constantly thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But I was younger then, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was married, this is my second marriage, we're married 38 years, but I was married uh, initially for a short time with my first wife. We had three kids in three years. Mm Mm-hmm. And even though I took care of them financially and, you know, I spent Sundays with them, I didn't give them enough time back then because really? I was so concerned about making money and, yeah. and you know, rising to the top of, uh, you know, the life that I was in because mm-hmm. I started out as a soldier. I was appointed a captain or a cop regime in 1980. So it was all about, you know, gaining as much things as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. That has made a, uh, I made a big transition fortunately now in that, you know, I devote plenty of time to my kids. I have seven kids altogether. I oh, have congrats. six grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's family first. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm in a different position in life now. I don't mm-hmm. have to work as hard and uh, I'm still on top of things, but uh, it's, the balance is important. You can't burn yourself out. You can't micromanage. Uh, you got to give time to family, faith, and things that are important. Yeah. And, uh, it's really worked for me mm-hmm. this time around.